Welcome to Span Reads, not your typical reread podcast. A 17th shard series where we reread the Cosmere and are giant nerds about it. Today, we will be talking about Shadows of Self. Joining me is Jess. Hello, I'm Lady Lameness. Ian. Hey, I'm your writer. Rosemary. I'm Kamith. And Ben. Hey, you guys also know me as Overlord Jeebus. Hi, I'm Michelle, or First Rainbow Rose. Today's spoiler policy is we will be having full spoilers for Mistborn Era 1, Alloy of Law. Actually, no, wait. <laughs> I was going to say. Cosmere, so. Yeah. so this episode has full Cosmere spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mistborn Era 1, Alloy of Law, Shadows of Self, and literally everything. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and as discussed, oh. this is the Cosmere as the whole episode. The most recent book that has been released is uh, Rhythm of War. So if you're watching past that and you're wondering why it is that we're not discussing X in book Y, it's because we're not time travelers. Yet. I mean, we are. Or we were. We're traveling <laughs> into the future at one we second per second. Yeah. But. So technically, and also we're not... since we're recording this so far in the past, we're also kind of jumping to the future right now as well. That's uh, true. It just we're... so happens that there hasn't been a Brandon book between those two points for us to talk. About. We're recording this months before you folks get to see it. Hello from the past. I bet my hair is a very different color by now. So when this book was announced, like Shadows of Self, it was very exciting because Shadow of Self is a thing we've heard before. In The Hero of Ages, chapter 75, Sazed is talking with the first generation of Kandra. Does that mean then that preservation has returned? That is not possible, Hadek said. Preservation's power remains, for power cannot be destroyed. His mind, however, was all but destroyed, for this was the sacrifice he made to imprison Ruin. The sliver remains, another reminded him, the shadow of self. Yes, Hadek said, but that is not preservation, just an image, a remnant. Now that Rune is, has escaped, I think we can assume that even it has been destroyed. That has nothing to do with this book. <laughs> I'm like, Brandon, what's going on? Very it's soon. such a clever way to use it, though, because mm -hmm. of how it relates to Lessy slash Palm slash Bleeder, because each one of those is a different aspect of who she is. Mm -hmm. And... You know that it, it it's a really cool way of of playing with the words, and I always appreciate that. Of course, I'm also that terrible person who tends to do my story titles in puns because that is literally the only way I can think of to title things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so I appreciate this whole story down into a single word. That's that's my preference. I just I'm just like I don't know what to call this. I'm just going to call it a word. <laughs> <laughs> So you're a big fan of Disney's newest naming convention. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't imagine. I was. I only came into the fandom just just after these two books came out. I believe uh, Shadows and Bands, and so I can't imagine the theories that must have been going around. That <gasps> is Preservation's cognitive shadow going to turn up in Shadows of Self? <laughs> I imagine that yeah. went around a bit. I don't remember any specific theories. I just remember it's like. This has nothing to do with that thing from Hero of Ages. What gives? Yeah. Probably him not even remembering, but remember, but some part of his mind having liked the way that that phrase sounded. Mm -hmm. and Sounds nice, not realizing he's used it. I, I potentially have a theory going, like, spitballing just off this. 
and whether it's actually a very obscure reference to Kelsier, because there is another obscure reference to Kelsier that the first time reading it, particularly if you haven't read like Secret History, it means one thing and then you reread it and it means another thing. Yes, I loved that sneaky little... And if you haven't read Secret History by now, well, clearly you have read Bands of Mourning, so you need to go read Secret History now. Yeah. Because, pause, the, um, pause the video. Go go read it now, and then you can come back. Yeah. It's when Wax is talking to Harmony and goes, being God is more complex than a mortal can comprehend, Wax said. What a surprise. Harmony chuckled softly. Wait, Wax thought, did I just get sarta- sarcastic with God himself? Yes, you did, Harmony said. It is well. Few act that way towards me, even amongst the Kandra. It feels good to me, like older times, since Kelsier. Well, haven't had much of that. With full <laughs> secret history, it's like, oh, it, this is just a, a reference what? to when they were friends. And now it's like, are you kidding me? That, oh, you yeah. guys have talked. You guys have talked since then, but now you're not talking. And this means so much more now. And it mm. just reminds me of what you just read, Ian. It's like, oh, because Kelsier picked up preservation. Mm. Is it maybe a reference to Kelsier? Well, I think there was another like sneaky reference to I, one of my notes was Kelsier sighting. <laughs> and then I don't remember. I didn't. I wrote nothing but Kelsier sighting and then didn't bother to give context. And by the next day, it was like, what was I referring to? But I think there was another reference to him still being alive. That yeah, I think you so. Don't pick up on until after you've read secret history and you're like oh you cheeky cheeky man sneaky i think to be fair a lot of us picked up on it just because brandon had told us long before he wrote secret history that kelsier was still kicking around somehow yeah so we were we were primed to watch for that kind of thing i'm kind of glad that i wasn't in the fandom at that point then because it was such a moment for me when I finally got to Secret History, I realized he's not dead because I never wanted him to actually be dead. But I really thought he's, Brandon committed to it. He's only so I'm mostly kind of glad that, that I just got that straight from the books. I I was around and I didn't pick up on it. I was just like, okay, cool. I thought he was kicking around as in he was kicking around like Zed's side of things. Not like, oh no, he yanked himself back down to schedule and mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah plenty of things to talk about with secret history when we do our series on secret history yeah yes another reference that i picked up on uh was in rhythm of war and say letters there is a reference to like say sword and someone who is his champion. And I know a lot of people uh, think it's wax, and there is a reference to Seized's sword in this, and it says it's wax as well. And it goes, I'm not Harmony's hands, wax whispers, I'm his sword. And mm-hmm. just reading Rhythm of War, then reading this, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess it's not Kaladin then. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> just, I, I, I really wanted I it to be Kaladin. Like, exclamation points in my head at that point. I'm like, oh, he's just like, because I, I, I did think he was referencing wax reading rhythm of war but this i'm like oh like no he just like explicitly says yeah sword here yeah oh my god just how does that work when 
interact both books. I guess I still think of Era 2 as that side project Brandon did that's self-contained, and now it's like, maybe it's not self-contained. It, it's interesting to think, though, that 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 Sazed wrote that letter probably while Wax was still in the roughs developing. So he was still in the process of waiting for the sword to finish forging. It's like, yeah, it's still got a few years left in the microwave. It'll be done soon. It would be. It, I am very interested to see where on the timeline officially Era Two is because do yeah. we know? Like, have we? What have we been given by way of where? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's going back and forth. Yeah. Right now, it's like it's after book five. It's like possibly during the gap between five and six. It might be as late as between seven and eight. He's not entirely sure. Officially, it is after the first half of Stormlight One is when Era Two takes place. That makes sense. So the other thing to really discuss and Ian put it beautifully the ethics of shard plotting. <laughs> I don't think I came up with that. Th- that was me. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rosemary but, put it beautifully. <laughs> so get- there was, there was, uh, I mean, uh, Ben has some things to say on this. And we also yeah. had, when we did the podcast with Murphy talking about Era 2, uh, Murphy Napier, uh, we had someone responding saying that we didn't hold Harmady to task enough for the crap that he pulled. And I kind of wanted to dig into that with comparing Harmony to what some of the other shards have been up to mm-hmm. and how his shenanigans fall on on the ethical scale, because a lot of them are doing some sketchy things. I mean, mm. Cultivation is doing some sketchy things because, I mean, we don't even know. It, we know kind of what she did to Lyft, but she definitely didn't do what Lyft asked her to. Uh, the, the big thing is Harmony is doing things without permission from the people that he is affecting. And I'm looking at this and like, I'm pretty sure at least 50 percent or be- or more of the other shards do things similarly. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of the way they, they do. Um, endowment seems to give them a choice. Um, honor, to some some extent, gives a lot of choice. Odium sure doesn't. Ruin didn't. And even Preservation didn't. I mean, Preservation set Vin, set Vin up inside of Ruin's machinations to set Vin up. And they both used her as a pawn. And, you know, I've seen plenty of people taking Ruin to task for that, but not Preservation. I mean, Preservation didn't ask her permission to put her in the position where she was going to have to sacrifice her life to save the world. And Preservation um, was also very happy for the Lord Ruler to just keep ruling because he was yeah. doing what Preservation wanted and it was only because of everything with Ruin that he had to set uh, up that. A lot of that was pres- was almost solely, though, just Preservation and not necessarily Laris. But Laris, who held Preservation, set all of this stuff in motion that he knew he's he's looked in the future far enough he knew that vin was going to be important and he put all the pieces into place to manipulate her into saving the world or at least helping to save the world and 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 you know harmony inherited that from both of the shards that he picked up so says it you know he does these things but he's also very strongly influenced by the shards that he holds. I think it's harder as well for us as readers to see Caesar doing this because he is a character that we know very well from Era 1, who was also this very kind and caring character. 
And to now be in that incredibly morally gray situation and role, I think that's what makes it a little bit harder for us to I see it with Harmony with than with any other shard. That's like the point you about cultivation doing the exact same thing, if not worse, and then ruin and odium just being the domineering process, not just manipulative, is we didn't know that, you know, those characters can be manipulative and uh, domineering over other people. And it's like, oh, they're the, you know, don't know them very well. Sazed, Harmony is a continuation of Sazed's character. And so it's so hard to see that character that we knew before start doing things that I don't think the Sazed we knew before would have been open to doing, open to manipulating people in that way. He's being corrupted by the shards he holds. It's like... I don't think it's corruption. Yes. It's like he isn't the character we knew before. Like he is a god now. Like I mean it, that, like you it's like I guess one of the, like the main reasons I'm okay with what Harmony did in this situation. Because like the explanation he gives in bands, like where it's like Harmony saw all of like the um possibilities and it's like this is the only solution. Like like he couldn't any other trajectory like would have ended in ruin. But it's like <laughs> Capital R ruin. <laughs> and it's, it's like Sazed is no longer the person Sazed. Sazed is the god Harmony. So it's like applying mortal morality to a god like breaks down. It's like it's. And that's I think why I've never had problems with it is because Mm -hmm. to an extent he is working on a level that can't be comprehended because he is. He is working on the god levels of Mm -hmm. figuring things out. And if you try to get approval, most of the time your hero, they know what they're going to have to go through. They're not going to agree to it. Like, if he had gone, play the book out as he goes to Wax and he goes, Hey, Wax, here's the thing. Um, I'm going to need you to be my champion in the world as a whole, which means that um, you're going to need to go back to the city and kind of protect the city. And oh, by the way, it's all going to suck. He's going to be like, um, no. And in Find fact, somebody else. No, I'm going to go to completely the opposite direction. You can't ask permission. You can't ask approval because... Only the insane are going to say yes. And even then, halfway through, they're going to still be going to be like, I changed my mind. No. And if you've asked permission, there's a, there, if you are the type to ask permission, you are the type to let them out when they ask. And you can't let them have that option. The, my main issue with the whole season situation isn't just the, the him not telling Wax about who uh, Palm really was. And it was, it was the him setting him up as champion and manipulating from a young age to be his champion. And when if you're if you're a god who has the ability to see far in the future and all these possibilities, you should be able to find someone who can say who would say yes in that situation. Again, it's it's almost the reverse when you say, oh, you can't ask permission because if they say no, then they'll just leave. Well, my well, your god, you can find someone who'll say yes. You can. Th- I don't believe Wax is the only person who could have done the things in the books. You know that he just he just shot a couple of people. You know, it kind of been that hard to find someone who would willingly do that. And um, it's like, I, I see your point, but 
I I feel like we have to trust Sazed that like if that was an option, that is the direction Sazed would have gone. So the fact that Sazed didn't do that means like that wasn't a possibility. See, then I still think that the shards are fallible, and you know their their future vision only goes so far. And I think I think for me the the fact that they manipulate people when they've got future vision and can see how those manipulations will play out, you're essentially erasing that person's free will. You could still say yes, Wax is making those decisions. And I'm like, yeah, but Caesar can see the future. He knows what decisions he's going to make if he pushes in one way or the other. It's almost forced determinism. Yes, it, it, that's what it is. And I don't, I, it just it just doesn't sit right with me as, as, a, as a continuation of Caesar's character. It's just something that really doesn't sit right with me. And I'm like, come on, man, is this is is this really the best you could have come up with? And I know you, you say you think it is. I'm like, no, come on, man, come on, Caesar. And, and it's like, this. it's funny you bring up like the forced determination. Um, aspect because it's like in my opinion like Wax is still is making those decisions like just because someone knows what choice you're going to make doesn't mean you're not making that choice so it's like yes Wax still has free will in all of them but that, yes, that's a can. personal philosophy difference <laughs> yes, yes I believe so yeah <laughs> that, that is. I just it's, uh... it's definitely a subject that's <laughs> worth debate and it's also mm -hmm. worth looking at the fact that we are going because we know Sazed as a character so well, mm -hmm. we have this natural tendency to hold him to a different standard than we hold yeah, the other yeah. shards. And it, it I, I'm glad that we can at least talk about the debate, because I think that that's something that maybe has been missing before that some folks have commented on on, on the YouTube channel. So mm -hmm. I... I like that we have a lot of different ideas and I can either I, I can sorry, I can argue on either side of it because I can see both sides of the argument um, and it's it's a tough one. And I don't like thinking of Sazed as the kind of person who can do this now, but I also know that he's dealing with a lot and mm -hmm. the shard intents are, are messing with him. Oh, yeah, I was going to say by way of mm -hmm. context, I'm going to mention it in the next episode as well. But for context of the shards messing with him, 300 years ago, we are recording this in 2021. That means 300 years ago was 1721. The United States did not exist. We were barely starting to do the rumblings of revolution. We weren't even in the, yeah, let's do this. We were in the grumble grumble phase. Marie Antoinette, I believe, was just barely becoming the Queen of France. Like, imagine 300 years of being exposed to ruin, pure ruin, of just <laughs> destroy it all, and pure preservation of no, 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 it's in the bubble. Don't touch the bubble. The bubble is beautiful. And trying to balance those two things out. Like the first hundred years was probably him just going, you shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. No, shut up, both of you. And just trying to figure out how to get the two of them to play nice with each other. Like it makes sense that he is such a different person because he's had 300 years of interacting with them. Even just 300 years of living would, yeah. would change you. But yeah. 300 years of holding to diametrically opposite cosmic mm -hmm. powers. Yeah, and it's 300 years of not being among the people, being above the people. Yeah. Like, it's like, he can't just, like, he 
he really can't just go down and like talk to people like he he is like the third person like god like god game basically <laughs> it's like all the people are running around and it's like he's trying to do like the best to, like keep everybody alive scadriel tycoon it's like and he's also <laughs> he's also I, at the point in these books where he's really seeing the mistakes that he made early on yeah. and trying to figure out how to work around the the results of that uh something that has always fascinated me because there is the the thing with Ruin where Atti really did try and shift it in the way that he wanted to interpret Ruin. So mm-hmm. whenever Cezanne's talked about, oh, I have to perfectly balance these two things, I've always wondered how much the way he does it is, is that the main way that that power would go if it didn't have anyone to really shape it? Because part of me thinks that that's just how Cezanne interpreted Harmony and how he had to try and balance these two things, which he's not even good at doing anyway, and just kind of pretends that that he's not meddling. Um, And I've just always found that fascinating because I can totally see where Ben's coming from with, well, did he really have to do it this way? And I'm not sure that I think he did have to do it that way. Maybe not to the the smaller scope that you're thinking of, Ben, but just on a wider scope of he's always trying to make these decisions so that he doesn't tip the balance of preservation and ruin. But Brandon said that harmony is not just these two shards shoved together. It is its own shard. Yet Cezad still looks at it as two shards, almost. Mm. Because it is still two shards. In like it's it's complicated. Because it's, it's like because they are two shards and they are one shard. They are both. But where they, does the intent come from? Does it come from is it the original two intents? Or is it the intent of the new shard? And I kind of think that Cezad's gone one way with it, but you could go the other way with it and look at harmony as an intent, not at, well, I'm holding preservation and ruin, so therefore I have to have the intents of preservation and ruin as they were before. Well, Brennan has described as like him being stuck between two t- two tides. So it's like the two intents are still having an effect on it. Like, and it's like... This actually gets into, in Rhythm of War, we find out about hybrid lights. And so it's like, it's the different shards, even though they they come together to create something new, they're still like, they're still made of those two different things. That's true. I, yeah, I guess I just wonder which intent and where it's coming from and whether it could have gone a different way. Because there's the whole thing in Mistport Era, era mm-hmm. 1 of- Discord thing. Yeah, the Discord thing. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, I, I just wonder if there is a different way that Cezay could have interpreted Harmony, even if he's still being pulled between these two shards, but he seems mm-hmm. to have interpreted it in the most literal way that he could have. Which is very Cezad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, I can definitely see, like, if you were to take, like, a, you know, a water and oil, pour them into a bottle, you've got the water, you've got the oil, but if you were to shake it up, could you find an emulsifier that shakes it up and turns it into... Else. Which I, I think he has. It's just like, could there be a different emulsifier that results in something slightly different? Yeah. Is what Jesse is going for. Yeah. Yeah. I've always seen him as kind of holding ruin and preservation. And I've never really thought of Harmony of having its own intent. Because mm-hmm. um, it is very, like said, Brandon spoke about it that way. But I guess it is possible there is kind of that combined third intent of, of Harmony that's not just pushing him to, you know, he can't act because he, he can't. The way I've always uh, read the I can't act because I'm harmony thing is that 
He's holding the two, trying to keep them together. And so he can't do things because he can't tip the balance one way or the other. Not that it's, I'm holding these two together and therefore my intent now is to keep harmony in the world. You know, and, yeah. and, I, and I, charm, you know. I took it as the, I can't tip the scales one way or the other because mm. if one were to then become overpowerful, then it would overpower period and that would then become the dominant thing but it would be very interesting to see if he had gone for because if you think about it in order to have a harmonious society you really do need both destruction and preservation in order to truly have harmony in something so it could have been very interesting to see if instead he had gone for the uh treating harmony as its own intent instead of as trying to make sure that the scales are balanced between these two forces. Mm. Could have been mm -hmm. very interesting to see. And one thing I kind of am wondering about is one of the other things I've always thought about, you know, this whole champion business with manipulating wax is uh, Harmony has like a whole group of immortal servants dedicating their lives to him, their immortal lives to him. And so if he needs a champion, pick one of the immortal ones, surely. Um, and, you know, the, and, but what I've always wondered is, is, is a shard saying something the same as them acting that way? Say, for example, he can't, he couldn't destroy things. Could he order a conjure to go destroy it? Could he say, hey, think, can you go destroy that thing? I think the conjure would have a big problem with that because they've spent, you know, their entire lives, centuries, even the younger ones, having it drilled into them, they shouldn't kill humans. And mm. I think it would be very mm. psychologically damaging to most of them to try to put them in that champion role, which and is why they're not a good yeah. Choice. But others, I mean, Milan is more than happy to go back to the people. She, I, I think, I'm not saying she'd be a great champion, but someone like Milan, but hey, can you but do what you Are do there any? Because there aren't very many of them either. Is there mm -hmm. anyone that way? Is there anyone as relaxed as Milan is who would actually fit the champion mold? And I'm not so sure. I think Tensoon comes closest, but he won't kill. Yeah. Yeah. In this book, like, he's like, talking to Wax and says, I am his preservation, you are his ruin, which is a great line. But yeah. it's like, in, in my perspective, because like I saw that is viewing the, the possibilities of the future, it's like he picked Wax for a reason. I don't think he just like randomly chose a person like, I'm going to turn this guy into my champion. It's like, there is some reason that it is Wax. Like, yeah. Some reason that like like wax is capable of doing something like no one else can in at the point in time at the specific place that Sazed needs him to. Yeah. Because it's like, yes, like eventually, like a hundred years from now, it's like the exact person you describe is going to live. But that doesn't work for right now. It's like I can't wait a hundred years for my champion. I need a champion now. Especially when you've got some unknown shard trying to make inroads in on your yeah. home turf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, it's the it's the the God Wars thing that kind of does make things a bit hard for me. Where I'm like, all right, it's all nice to be saying all these things, but there is another God who probably might not have the same mm -hmm. reservations and limitations that uh, says it has, and they might not be as they might have no issue whatsoever recruiting people, dominating them, and sending them off to war. And so that kind of that's that does throw a wrench in kind of my philosophy on if what shards should do and what's the moral things for shards to do. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, it's why I kind of always like the point you're making the end about, you know, this one might be a perfect champion in the future uh, who's willing and able to do what their shard needs them to do. And it's why I kind of liked the theory. Or it's, it's why I liked the idea that Wax was almost like a failed champion. Like he's he's a champion that Sazed has built up, but for a time there, Sazed lost him. Like mm -hmm. Wax did not want to have anything to do with him. 
And so he's an imperfect champion. You know, if he, if he went up in a champion's battle, like he's coming up in uh, Storm of the Archive, he might not come out on top. You know, he mm-hmm. might not be able to stand there and do what needs to be done. Yeah. And it's like, it's that's, that, that is an interesting point. But I think Harmony foresaw the fact that when Wax found out like those things that Wax was going to turn against him. But Wax also, he also knew that Wax, like once Harmony is able to explain with it, pl- explain himself, like Wax would come around. Mm. So like he knows like when I, when I get the chance to explain it to Wax, like Wax will be may not, maybe not fine with it, but he will understand the choices I am making. Yeah, he, he also waited until Wax was literally dead to do it. <laughs> well, he didn't have any way to talk to him before yeah. then. Yeah, I, it's like Wax wasn't putting in the earring. Yeah, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't want to get too much into Harmony and Wax's conversation. But I just want to, there was an excerpt in this book that I'm going to read. And I just want you to remember um, Harmony gives him the two choices like it, that Wax thinks our duty and adventure and harmony is like no like that's just another adventure um this is from shadows of self chapter 18 freedom freedom to wax wasn't the absence of responsibility he didn't doubt that if he left again he'd find himself as a lawman once again no freedom was not lack of responsibilities it was being able to do what was right without having to worry if it was also wrong and that i feel like exemplifies like his choice of duty not being duty just a different adventure that that line actually plays really well into what uh was brought up before with marasi and mm-hmm. well i'd mm-hmm. really i think it's really good to have somebody else clean up my messes that actually mm-hmm. really shows uh his point of view of just he doesn't see himself as needing to pick up after himself he doesn't see himself mm-hmm. as a problem yeah yeah because he's like oh freedom is just the ability to do what i want without responsibility and it's like and everyone around him is like that's nice uh <laughs> if only we could all have that great to be you <laughs> <laughs> thank you for watching you can find us at 17thchar.com for all the news discussion theories and fun you could ever want you can find us on facebook twitter soundcloud you can leave us a review on itunes you can subscribe on youtube and you can also support us on patreon see you next time bye 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 bye